Fred Bentos. He's trying to get low repub. What have you done? Um, when you see someone look at a, 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 a little handicap. And that's yeah. a real quiz. That was yeah. a real quiz. Sperminate. <laughs> it's difficult to tell with the wheelchair ones. Hello everyone, um, slightly different introduction to the show today as uh, it's just me, so um, yeah, I know, Steve is, uh, I could make up something, but uh, do you know what, I'm not going to lie to you, I respect you too much, he's playing cricket, yeah, I know, I know, gutting, gutting, even went out to buy himself a new box, so make of that what you will, had to buy a new one because he couldn't find one on Gumtree, um, don't know really why you would want a second-hand one but that's it's up to him you know his own decisions anyway you know moving on to the more important matters of recording and uh you know entertaining a nation let's um let's introduce today's guest we've got daniel story with us today he's a uh journalist author broadcaster podcaster bit of an all-rounder really talking of cricket um he's written for the independent the daily mirror the guardian he's been on sky sports uh he's contributed loads for the BBC Sport website, regularly appears on Totally Football Show as well, um, and has also authored books about Paul Gascoigne, Cantona, so, you know, he's all over it, broadcaster, author, journalist, and bloody good bloke. So, he's bothered to turn up, let's see what he's got to say. I will not have her tunnel banded around this office willy-nilly. I can make that dream come true too, a.k.a. For you. Eat it out. There's people starving in the world, which I hate. Oh, love me. Pathetic. Daniel, how you doing? Hello. Evening, all right. How's things? Very well, cheers. Good stuff. Thank you very much for joining us. Not at all. It's taken, uh, I'm sure, time out of a busy schedule, busy lockdown schedule. Yeah, busier now, thankfully. <laughs> I can go for a while, but. Just it's like good to see that you're uh, excited to join us tonight. That's, yeah. always, that's always handy. Yeah, <laughs> it's when it's when our guests think it's a chore. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, well, you, I guess some of the names you might have to ask to them rather than them whoring themselves out publicly on Twitter. So this was actually yeah, I was going to mention the first "come and get me" plea, which was <laughs> a um, yeah, a big moment for us. Very very big. So much appreciated on that sense. <laughs> Probably going to be Not favourite guest now, friend of the show. Mm. <laughs> How's um, how we, I guess we'd have to start actually with the quiz. Uh, the quiz. The question that we always ask is: uh, Did you get an agenda for tonight's meeting? Did Nu get an agenda? There we go, straight in there. <laughs> Not an agenda. Hundred <laughs> percent record so far on guests that aren't in the show on that. On I that would question. be annoying if someone went. No, I don't know what you mean, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'd say this every time, but the only person that's ever got that wrong was Lucy Davis, who was in the scene. Really? <laughs> yeah, but... Madness. It's, it goes to show, it's a job, isn't it? They're, they're not going to necessarily... And some of, the, some of the other guests that we've had, um, yeah, they, they love the fact they've been in it, but at the same time, it's a 20-year-old job. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not quite as um, fanatical. Maybe, no, it's a bit strong, but yeah, they're, they're not office geeks like us, basically. Yeah, I think the same, to be fair, the same is true when you interview footballers sometimes, you kind of forget that they're maybe not 
completely obsessed by football and <laughs> care about and remember everything they've done. They're like, oh, did I score against them? Oh, interesting. You're like, yeah, it was an amazing goal, mate. Come on. <laughs> it's like one of the biggest moments ever. Yeah, I guess that transcends quite a lot, actually. I think, um, I guess if, yeah, you just want to take yourself away, don't you? And it's, especially for an actor, like, I imagine it's very few that actually watch themselves back regularly over 20 years i don't know maybe there are some out there that would do that every actor we've spoken to have always said they hate watching themselves on screen they hate watching things back and i think i'm probably i'd probably be the same yeah it's a bit, a bit weird yeah you don't like the sound yeah i i don't listen to a uh, voice you don't like seeing sounds pick out bits but yeah i get that. <laughs> Well, as a podcast yourself, is that, does that affect you at all? Do you have to get involved in like the edits and the the production stuff for that at all, or is it just a case of do the record and then probably don't listen? Because like, you say, yeah, thankfully, don't don't listen. Uh, occasionally, if I'm you know if I've done something for on the previews for Sky or something uh, for IMG, then you'll pop up and it's like oh, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I would be like that if I was an actor, definitely. Mm. Worse if it was something that you knew was good at the time, like The Office, because you'd be like, well, some people would do it because they'd, they'd know it was amazing and that's why they wanted to take the job. Some of them, I guess, just took it because the money was there and they, they wanted the work, which is a bit different. But Once. yeah, no, I hate all of that. Yeah, yeah it would be difficult. How is your, um, your, I guess, your office knowledge in terms of the, the show? Is it something that's impacted you, would you say? over a longer period of time or is it something you came into later uh i i almost said well i watched it live at the time so i'd have been 15 uh oh, and wow. when i was 13 my mum uh met a guy who had three sons who were all older than me so it was a kind of uh fell at an absolutely perfect time for me so <laughs> two years into that kind of having some new brothers because i was an only child and then there was this kind of cultural iconic thing where um and to be fair with with Gervais going through like a, slightly less so now I'd say big, partly because of Twitter persona and that sort of thing but and also because some of the stuff I don't really like but like the animals and the the politics and mm. those tours were exactly the same basically uh, we loved it and yeah. it's obviously one of those shows where deliberately or otherwise there's just lines in it which sort of almost shape your personality even like 20 nearly 20 years on which is mad really but exactly um, that that's, that's even in that there's like that first scene of the first episode it's like there's like shoot there's like vis-a-vis there's like <laughs> you know yeah at the end of things saying things and like, i still do that 20 years later which is embarrassing <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's good it's it's one of the the best things doing this podcast and um, speaking to different people and just the whole office community, I suppose. Um, it's been one of my favourite things is actually finding out that I'm not as weird as I expected. And it's not just me that constantly uses office quotes and attributes a Brentism to absolutely everything. And that's him um, saying it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something like something as simple as like, oh, for. Like, it seems normal now but I forget that, that you watch yeah. it again and you're like oh that's from there or if someone goes like aka you're like oh yeah that's the office like you're saying that in a weird way because you watch the office which is uh, as I say that's mad that's when that's when you know it's bad when you use the phrase and you need to be remembered that it's from the show 
it's just <laughs> transcended the show. It's, it is just part of your life now. Well, it's, it's um, I mean, to say it's almost like Shakespearean with the way it shapes language is probably a bit too far. But um, I think from a cultural point of view, especially like with the WhatsApp groups and the, the friendship groups that we're in, it is like almost we're all in the show. But yeah. I don't know where that it isn't a deliberate thing it is just part of the vocabulary now and and like you say it shaped the personality the way you talk the occasional little yeah. teeth into the lips and it's just yeah it, it i don't know when that happened though that's that's something i'd love to try and pinpoint at what point it became a part of me and yeah but it, uh, I agree with Steve. It's been great learning that we're not the only freaks out there that, that, that <laughs> do this. <laughs> and that there's yeah, tons of very famous people that love it as well, which is great to know. And a lot of footballers too. It's been a while since um, someone asked me a question and I haven't been able to reply with, oh, don't you know? <laughs> Just, uh, it, it, talk, talking, of, talking of footballers and the show, obviously we had Joe Lolly on and I gather you're a Forest fan. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, what a man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fully aware from the podcast with him and from other Forest fans that we, um, that we speak to that he's an absolute fan favourite. Yeah, which, he is. Which is excellent. And, apart from yeah, and not just because... Sorry, yeah, not just because of like, how he plays, although that's great, but he, he is sound the most sound footballer in terms of like chatting away to but also in terms of how grounded he is and I know that's partly because of you know went to uni came into the game a slightly different way than other people through non-league or there's a few like that but he's also just like I mean it's a stupid thing to say because it's unfair on other footballers but he's just a normal bloke right and uh with but almost can't quite even now can't quite understand like how this has all happened. So uh, yeah, and he does love the office. That is for sure. I went to his house uh, a couple of years ago now, uh, uh, just like an interview thing. And he even then he was like, I think somehow we got onto it, and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I love the office. So for him to mention it in a completely out of context, it's great. It really said- is. Did you see the video of him throwing the pan over his house? (laughs) (laughs) What a legend. What an absolute legend. He said that the kit man loved it as well, didn't he? So it's just him and the kit man in the dressing room that are kind of like office bods. That's a shame. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame for him. The weird thing for him is he'd have only been like seven or eight at the time, surely. So he's coming to that. I I, I don't, obviously, well, I left you, not obviously, but I left uni in 2008. And I, it was something we watched together at uni, but it must still, I guess, still be to have that kind of lasting legacy that people who clearly wouldn't have watched it first time around, that shows that it isn't just people of our age who remember it. It's kind of got that lasting legacy, which is pretty cool. All in our 30s. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <I hope. laughs> you, you, the, the job you do now, I suppose you're kind of all over the place, but a lot of it, Presumably, you you still focused in an office type arena of some kind, if that makes any sense at all. I'm not going office. to rent myself there. Office realm. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you have you worked in any places that you could see similarities between your workplace and the show? One hundred percent, and that de- <laughs> that is like not not since to be fair, not since I started writing about football really, but I had a 
in inverted commas kind of normal job before uh so when i left uni i worked as a sales person for a company that did criminal records checks which is and i'm boring myself just talking about it um <laughs> but yeah and and it was exactly like that and so i would have been what well i did it through uni as well so that's probably 19 the first time i worked there and the people that ran the show were disappointingly professional but there were those characters in there like there was a keith figure definitely um there was obviously a gareth figure because everyone's got one uh <laughs> and yeah but but different enough that you didn't want them to be exactly the same you want them to be different enough that you were like oh yeah you're that guy you're that guy um so yeah i have and that definitely made me enjoy the show more no doubt about that i mean you definitely see that that kind of similarity and that's that's i mean at my old job just thinking about it now at my old job there was a guy that used to uh you know you get those doors i've got the tiniest little slit window in tiny little ones um, and every now and then i'd walk past his window and i'd see him in there with two people just sort of looking at him look a bit tiresome a bit of oh here we go again and he's there trying his karate moves and he's showing them like <laughs> oh god all i could think of is yeah it's karate we had a guy uh, who, which to be fair, the office doesn't really have a character like that, which is like a work shy skive, but every office obviously mm. has one. Yeah. And he was a big guy. He was like the Keith figure, basically. Um, but he just used to pull the most incredible sick days. He'd be like, I remember, always remember one excuse was like, I've got a bit of a temperature. I think it's atmospheric pressure. We were always like, <laughs> that, is that is so office to, be like, to get away with that shit at work. It was amazing. I'm I'm just going to text my boss now. <laughs> I'm not going. <kidding. laughs> I really respect pressure. that. I'm not going to lie. I've got a lot of time for that. <laughs> yeah. The sheer balls of that, yeah, pressure. You know, so I'll I'll ring you tomorrow. That's excellent. <laughs> also, the, I mean, that's surely a consistent. If the weather's ever in a very similar vein, same again. You know I mean? Three days, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's three days off. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit of rain, but a bit humid today. Right, sorry, lads. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Very ballsy. I think. Right, if anyone's listening and wants to try that, let's get let's see how many people we could have. I think that's the worst. Well, I don't think you can do really do worse than that because it's just it's total bullshit and it's completely provable bullshit as well. And yeah, and yet you get away with it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think in this day and age, I think you can. I think you could pull that off fairly easily. Maybe yeah. some news next week. Uh, uh, atmospheric pressure hits the UK. <laughs> thousands of people are off ill. It would be like you know, like in the World Cup, if you play at a weird time in England and everyone's ill that day. Yeah, like, one of them. Yeah, so let's try and create one of those with a bit of atmospheric pressure. <laughs> I love it. So combining. Combining the office and your your job of writing about footballers, um, if you were to create an office with the cast, with character, well, say from characters, the characters, but with footballers, where would where would you go with? So, I mean, the the obvious one for Brent would be someone like Brendan Rodgers. He's yeah. the one that's always 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 related to him. I think it, I don't think the whole Brenton thing really helps, but that yeah. documentary killed him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was, that I think was... there's a bit of there's a bit of Ian Holloway as well there, though. 
bit of sort of there is a bit of I'm kind of everyone's like I'm everyone's mate but you do worry that one or two people in the dress room are going this is really wearing me down now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so there's definitely that that's a great shout Tim and again not for any reason other than just how not looks but just how he seems Tim seems to be a sort of James Milner I think <laughs> uh, kind of quiet, good guy, funny, but everyone, but kind of in on the joke as well. Uh, That's very good. It's just the negative, yeah. The negative ones are a bit harder to do, I think. Um, not because yeah. I want to offend anyone, just because I can't think of them. I would, but um, yeah. there's, got to be some, there's got to be some absolute lads out there, like for a Finchie. Surely, yeah, maybe maybe Vardy's a bit of a Finchie. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great <laughs> Vardy, absolute top shagger. Yeah, I can, ima- I can imagine that. I think it, uh, the portrayal of Vardy and Atletico Mints is all I'm thinking of now. <laughs> yeah, <one>. exactly. <laughs> but Finch, the problem is, Finchie considers him quite like quite a clever, wordy, like read a book a week, you know, got etc. But I'm not sure if I'd give a shit about any of that. So that is a that's a sticking point. I don't know any footballers well enough to know if they think that they're clever, but not. You do, you uh, do but get, yeah, Vardy's got elements of of that. You do get the odd the odd footballer every every now and then. Probably every couple of years, someone kind of appears and they they want to put on this kind of uh, philosopher kind of persona. You know, you get this the footballer that suddenly sees himself as really well read and more of a reading the FT rather than the sun, that type of thing. There's a bit of Bart, Joey Barton. Yeah. Joey Barton is a character in there. <laughs> exactly. I don't know which one. I don't know which one. I don't he's a kind of mix of Brenton Finch really. That's that's it. The exact exact person I was thinking of. Someone exactly yeah. like that. Puts on the little uh, French accent. Makes himself oh, very, very cultured. Yeah. Forgot about that. Oh. Less said about his pump action yogurt rifle and anecdotes <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, bless him. That was that was terrible. Oh. Barton's a great shout. What about for a um for a Gareth, for a um for the hard mad military man? I guess I guess there's a mix of a few there, isn't there? But Yeah, there's a I feel like the Gareth has to be one of those kind of firefighter British managers like Pearson gets sold a bit like that but I think that's probably a bit unfair uh, maybe Moisey I think Moisey's got a bit of a Gareth look to him quite quiet but got quite big ideas of himself you know gets appointed by West Ham and says winning's what I do that's quite Gareth <laughs> with a 29-10 winning record that is quite Gareth but maybe Moisey is, yeah, it was would have been shouting about. It definitely would have been shouting about his better than Mourinho record. Yeah, uh, yeah. for a year, for months, that was unscar, wasn't it? Under Moyes, under Mourinho, and Moyes always came out a little bit on top, depending on which way he skewed it. So yeah, I can imagine him just banging that one out. Seems like the kind of guy that might carry a, a phone in a holster as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. How many calls you made? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, it is unfair, definitely, because every manager, by the very nature of it, half of the job is kind of bluster and un, 
unfair, but it is kind of bullshit, press conference bullshit, in the nicest possible way. That's just yeah. the game. So that inevitably, some of it always feels like Brent. You know, you've got Mourinho, if you've got Rogers going, I've got letters and names in an envelope, that's Brent. If you've got Mourinho saying, uh, you know, like reading out win records and reading out strike records, that's quite Brent as well. There's a, it all comes with it, I think, really. Can't argue with it. The, five, that, five Rafa Benitez, that Rafa Benitez, that Rafa Benitez. The facts. The facts. That, that to me, this, the, the scene that, remind, that reminds me of Brent lying on the bed with, It'll, it's going to cost you. With his bells in his hand, that was very that like sort of exasperated at the system that doesn't get him. So it'd be great if, if Benitez had just gone. That is the fact. <laughs> yeah. Proper printed it out. We need to get we need to get a professionalism is, and that is what I want <laughs> from a manager. Though we really do. Have you have you ever used any kind of have you ever slipped in a little quote in any of your articles? Probably because it. it features unwittingly and subconsciously in most things I say um, but I don't know really um, if not that's a challenge yeah, yeah. Say, this, is, this has got to be coming now yeah but it's quite hard to do things like keep up your doodling and stuff like that <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah it would have to be it would have to be a Brent line it would have to be the, the worry the fear is you unwittingly use a Brent philosophy seriously and then realise it's a Brentism, and you're like, well, that's I'm done now. I might as well hand in the laptop because that's that's game over. Um, <laughs> Just a little, you know, if we're all facing in the right direction. Exactly, that's it. It's keep on walking. If I ever do one of those. <laughs> I just want, yeah, if one article littered with them would be uh, brilliant. We we asked uh, Joe actually, didn't we, to see if we can get a little celebration in with a, a shirt reveal. We still need to set that up for him. Obviously, with no fans in the stadium, it's not really quite yeah. the same effect. But maybe for next year, that might be the way forward. So, yeah, we're just casually infiltrating everyone's professions. And <laughs> <laughs> really. Get him to do the Brent dance as a celebration. That's the oh, high point. That's the winner. Because he's the a one. sort of man who he would, would, le- would, did, would happily learn that for the celebration as well. <laughs> Matt, uh, yeah, right, Joe, if you're listening, get it done. It doesn't matter what league you're in, whether you're in a rather obscure league, say, you know, it might be in the conference south or something like that. You score a goal and you do the Brent dance, that's it. You're going worldwide, you're going viral. That's what I would, that'd be my advice to any uh, lower league footballers out there. You want to you wanna get your name out there, you want to get known. Next time you score a goal, do the Brent dance, bosh, instantly. Get I'm mad it hasn't happened, really. I was just thinking that, Steve, you scored a fair few goals over the time I've played with you. Like, not once have I seen seen that. How have we, not, how have we never done that? Yeah, practice what you preach. Yeah. Sure. I'll, 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 <laughs> you lead the way. Next, next goal I score, Brent, it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. I'll get it filmed. There's loads of Brent celebrations. There's the, there's the dance, obviously, which is the one. But um, the, I know the ones. Yeah. <laughs> Difficult to tell the wheelchair ones. There's quite a few. Little, uh... I, quite like, I quite like the Mr. Toad under the jowl. <laughs> so a good one as well. <laughs> Mr. Toad. I might just ah. do the, uh, maybe just sit down. Keep it simple. Yeah, just a corner flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe wow. the lie yeah. across the desk would be good. <laughs> we need to be prolific. 
We have got a quiz for you in a bit. How would yeah. you say that your your knowledge is? Have you watched the, the shows recently? Not that recently, but I think my knowledge will be weird in that there'll be ones that I should get that I don't. Well, I'm, that that even that might be overstating it, but and there'll be ones that I shouldn't get that I might that without <laughs> wanting to guess any questions. Like the weird way my brain works for that bloody show is that if ever I hear the number one four one, I'm like, oh, that's the sum on the calculator that Gareth has <laughs> and tries to test. And you're like, how do you? And then there'll be something when I'll be like, what was Tim's girlfriend called again? And I just can't remember it. So I'm like, so it, that's how I work with it. I can remember really specific weird things. A lot of, um, but not. And you, you would yeah. tell an answer, and they'll go, "Oh, I can't believe I haven't got that." But then they'll pull some random nugget out that, if you'd have asked them before, they wouldn't have known. But suddenly, in that moment, their brain just goes to some weird office cupboard and says, "Right, I've got this little nugget that you didn't even know you knew." And there's things like when you watch it. It's like hearing a song you haven't heard for a long time. And you're like, well, I don't really remember that song that much. And you're like, oh, actually, I know all the lyrics. It's exact, exactly like that. And yeah. I don't know what's necessarily happening in the next scene. And yet, but when it comes, I know every line in that scene, which is <laughs> stupid, absolutely stupid. I, even, I remember like, one of my weirdest memories about The Office is I, I remember watching it for the first time. And it's the second episode, I think when they're talking about redundancies and he says, Julie, Anne, and I was like, he's going to say Anderton. So my brother was, a, my brother is a Spurs fan. And I was like, he's going to say Anderton. And he says, and I, she said, like, Julie, e. Anderton. And I'm like, I knew he was going to say that. And so I think like that I remember forever now, which is absolutely useless and has no place in my brain whatsoever. But that's the uh, show, I guess. Question one, who was made redundant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, please. <laughs> Okay, we'll write that in. That can be fun. Do you have a um, one thing that we always look for with uh, the kind of, I guess, the super fans? It's a super fan series, so you, you are looking for those kind of niche moments sometimes. That like the dance that we've mentioned is a bit. Everyone, goes, oh yeah, I like the office, the dance, but yeah. you're kind of unsure whether they really understand it or they really are proper mad like us, um, freak of nature, remembering all the lines and and like you say, just it's in the subconscious. But you have a favourite quote or scene or even like look to the camera that yeah. just sums it up for you? Favourite look to the camera is definitely Gareth leaving on the side, in the sidecar <laughs> out from the club, just looking at that like scared little face into the camera like, save me, what is happening? That's def- which is stupid because Brent, uh, the favourite look to camera should be Brent, but it isn't, it's that Gareth one. No, uh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I also like, because... And a soppy or romantic and I like that story in it I like the look where uh, it's early on first series where Donna comes in the office and her and Tim are chatting and it's the first time that Dawn like looks over and sort of side eyes Donna for flirting or just chatting to Tim <laughs> and that's the first time we're like okay we obviously it's that they flirt with each other but this is going to be the storyline in hindsight we know it is but at the, at the time you didn't really know that was going to be a existing storyline so that i really like that one as well just like focuses on her and she's got her head and her hands on the desk and she's like fuck off bitch like he's mine <laughs> which is good i like yeah, that one. some insightful insightful usually we just get oh yeah we like the bit when they say i don't know black man's cuck or something but, <laughs> uh, straight in there with a nice bit of uh old, old romanticism yeah well i do the, the stupid thing about it is it is a 
like it goes without saying, obviously, but it's it is a in, such an incredibly well written show. And to be fair to Gervais, although I don't like everything he's done since, his like he is incredibly good at in a very mainstream way getting those obvious storylines like love and you know and hurt and death and that, and doing them in a really mainstream way, but kind of making them watchable. I think and. Yeah. Like it is such there's such good storylines in it. Have, really have you watched Afterlife? Yeah, I've watched the first series. I've watched some of the second, but I'm trying to I kind of binge the first one. And because it obviously all came out at the same same time, I was like, right, I'm going to save it and watch it bit by bit by bit. So I've done a few uh, because I want to watch each one a couple of times because I always think there's other things you learn in the office more than anything else. To be fair, I think that's the because it's with I think because it was with Merchant and Ash. And they all kind of work together. I think that's why it's really good. Like you could watch it, maybe not anymore, but you could watch it four or five times and notice something new in every episode. Definitely, oh, for sure. I mean, we've we've obviously watched it, you know, dozens and dozens of times, especially doing this, going back through our um, kind of episode catch-up type podcasts. And um, even now, there's there's little things that I notice on watching it back. There's things that, uh, you know, it might be a little glance. It might be a sort of almost an under the under the breath type comment that somebody makes it's yeah it's it's incredible when it's always it's almost harder when you you know a scene that well you almost think like right i i know this scene to a t i know all the all the words and then you'll notice something you'll just you hadn't noticed before it just sort of throws you a little bit and it's yeah. Phases you. It, it phases you. It's yeah. but the fact that despite so many times watching it and over so long, you're still noticing little bits. I think it's part of the genius of it. Yeah, I, one of the examples of that, I and then like second or third time when he when he's chatting to Jennifer Taylor Clark for the first time, and Finch is like, "Stop looking at her legs," and he's like, "Oh, I wasn't." Or "Stop I looking at the skirt," and he's like, "Oh, I wasn't." <laughs> but then it's like the second time you watch it, you realise you've been like glancing at her legs the whole interview and stuff. Like things like that are. Yeah. really really clever like obviously it's good comedy but they're clever as well the way that's filmed as well so you can just see the little crossover across the legs yeah. <laughs> the little Sharon Stone moment <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> I just uh I think with that though the way that obviously like like you say about the the writing the characters are so relatable and and so relevant still like you say, there's still these characters kicking about. It's almost like you know them all immediately. So I think you can still pick up these new sort of nuances almost on it because even though society's changed and we've moved, I'd like to think of a little bit of a way away from some of the jokes and things, but like it's, there are still little elements that, that you pick up. Um, I think if we could, if we could put it now, it'd be interesting to see how, like, for a new generation, how relatable it, it potentially mm. still would be. Whether you'd get away with it or not, I'm not sure. But it would be interesting to see, um, yeah, if it was released now. It wouldn't last. It wouldn't last half a series, would it? Now, I don't think, reckon. I think, I, think might, I think you might be able to do it. I think people now they wouldn't accept the little nuance and the. I don't, I don't think they. I just don't think. They would accept Brent as someone that's being satirised. I think it would be taken too much, too much in face value. Yeah, I, th I mean, we have to. We obviously have to remember that. Kind of, I remember as a fifteen-year-old, although you knew it was a comedy, you were a bit unsure about that whole mockumentary thing because it was pretty much 
in, in you know in the UK kind of basically a completely new concept or certainly completely new to me so that that gave it such a weight in that it could get away with being ridiculous because it it was based on this very dull premise deliberately dull premise mm. I think that helped it as well and I, obviously there have been others similar since then but the, U, the US obviously is like I'm not a huge huge fan of it but it's successful in a completely different way and it has to be more obvious and stuff partly because of the uh, the audience I think but also because you cannot do the office UK again like you just couldn't it, 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 it nailed it so well that I think yeah I don't think you would be able to do it you wouldn't be able to do it now if if that had already been made no chance because it just pales into insignificance I think I think yeah definitely it's definitely. ruined the the office the US version for me is that the first episode is just an exact word for word almost rip off of the the UK one it doesn't it doesn't transfer at all and it really put me off and I've just not gone back and it, it's got to that point now where there's about a billion episodes yeah <laughs> I can't start it now because it's just too much of an undertaking no I, I could watch I could I, I could watch it like one episode out of sync I think because you could quite easily recognize the characters but I wouldn't I don't have any interest in watching the whole thing start to finish and I know people that love the office the UK that love the American office as well to be fair but I just yeah it almost feels like you'd be cheating on those characters <laughs> to then go and watch them in America it just feels yeah it feels wrong I think if it it's it's such a snapshot of the culture of the uk and the, and the standard of bog standard boring uk office that it's never going to be the same show somewhere else it just it just like you say it just can't exist whether there's a new type of office now where people work and the kind of life on the road freelance maybe something like that i guess there's, <laughs> there's something there's something to parody there i'm sure but I mean, whether it's the same, I think this country is probably the closest thing, isn't it? In more recent times that parodies the mundane of what is village life. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see if uh, more comes out. Hopefully there's, I mean, life's pretty difficult to parody at the moment. It's, it's, it's mad as it is. So it, yeah, and people need, feels like people need escapism at the moment rather than hammered, <laughs> yeah. hammered home how dismal things are. <laughs> Yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if there is a kind of a mockumentary style show that comes out of this whole COVID lockdown business. If not, then I'm having that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah, done, got, that's written now. <laughs> yeah, and that's that. So, yeah. <laughs> a good idea is a good idea forever. <laughs> bad ideas are also bad ideas forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the idea is good. I'm just not sure that maybe we've got the, the talent to pull it off, but hey, we might surprise ourselves. Well, you're the ex-paper salesman, so you've got the, you know... Yeah, but it's, the it's been done, isn't it? It's been done. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying... Uh, I will say, yeah, not, it's not, not one to remind anyone or, or even me about selling paper, living the off, literally living the Wynum Hog life. It, I, it, I can confirm it is like, <laughs> it's like it's portrayed, mostly. <laughs> Yeah, very boring, very dull. I was a real shame. Should we do a quiz? Yeah, I think we should. I think we should dive in, test him. Oh no! Here we go. It's like 
I imagine it's sort of like winning a penalty shootout. You get the quiz out of the way and then it's sort of asked, oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. That's fun. Relax. That's a nice <laughs> way of looking at it, yeah. Everything from now on to bonus after that, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's that long walk from the centre spot. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I am still nervous. <laughs> right, okay. So The question I've got tougher and tougher as well as we've got further into this series. So. Yeah, my, well, me and my... Uh, so my little brother who put me onto this podcast um yeah he was like the questions are tough mate and i was like oh, no, here we go <laughs> here we go and he was like they're getting tough and i was like yeah here we go again it was your little brother that, that suggested the podcast yeah 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 uh-huh. uh so he loves it as well and yeah but he's uh six years younger than me so, but he uh so yeah, again, he wouldn't have been the age. I don't know how, when he watched it for the first time. We're we're half brothers, um, but yeah, he he adores it as well. So yeah, you just have whole conversations where at a dinner table where no one else in the family knows what the hell you're talking about. I love that. I love Perfect. that. The That's best brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they are the best. Yeah, you are the best. <laughs> oh, you're hard. A lot of that. <laughs> Do you find that like parts of the show? will become enhanced or even get funnier because you're also not only living the show, but you're also remembering the moments where they've been used personally. And like, there are, there are bits now that I watch and, and then I remember us doing those quotes in the WhatsApp group or even when we're together. And then it, it just, it makes it like a, it's a double whammy. And then you kind of, it's so blurred now between reality and <laughs> the actual show that I'm not sure what I'm laughing at anymore, but it's all great. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, one hundred percent. Def like that uh, froze froze of tears and formed a dagger. That will always make me laugh because I just remember. I don't even remember chatting about it with someone else. I remember laughing about it, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> it's not even the joke itself or the line itself. It's just, yeah, it's so uh, it's great. It's incredible. Right, question one. Mm. Um, where does David give as an example of somewhere he could receive a fax? Oh, is it? Is that him stopping at the Ramada in Reading? It is the Ramada in Reading? Boom! Nailed it. Woo! He's off the mark. Yeah, fine now. That's all right. As long as I don't get naught, fine. <laughs> um, very good start. Uh, question two: What song does David start to sing once he's finished serenading Dawn with Paris Nights? Oh. That is, that, is a, that is a good question. I can't remember. Are you giving up? Is it a, a an actual song? Yeah. Yeah. I really. Oh, it's not. It's in there. Not like it's not Desiree life. It's not. It's not. Oh, I can, I can see it in your eyes. It's in there. Yeah, I, I know this as well. I thought I saw him mouth it then. I thought he'd got it. Yeah, it's... Oh. That's right. No, I won't get it. Well, I will, but it will be awful dead air for that right, half an hour podcast. So. Is. <laughs> Every breath you take. Oh. Uh, <laughs> there's the face again. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> but I'm going the thing is, you make people punish watch it the next day as well. <laughs> uh, 
that is that's that is a shame. yeah that's that is a, a real question. shame as well that took me a little while to remember that one um question three what is the og monster's real name oh nathan it's a good it's a good name, name. It's a good <laughs> name. <laughs> very good Ooh. here's nathan I was thinking, yeah, I was going to ruin another one, well, probably not ruin another question, but I was like, Jimmy the Purr, Jimmy the Purr. <laughs> yeah. well, Fine. Funny, when you say that, that was going to be one of the other questions. Is oh, don't, I've ruined it. <laughs> That's that ruined. Yeah, <laughs> probably be a washout, hope not. <laughs> now, back, back when we kind of, we first encountered each other, so to speak, um, was it a conversation between you and Darren Richmond? Do you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, only through only in this bizarre world, I only know him through Twitter. But yeah, I and I've never met the guy, but he seems a lovely guy, and he loves the office, and I, I, pretty much everything he says he likes, I like. So he's a real top man. He's just had a new baby. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Um, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. Well done, guys. <laughs> Full term. Full term. <laughs> he, he I only mentioned because he gave me this next question and oh, no. it absolutely killed me I'm not going to lie <laughs> oh, no. let's see uh, what former Spurs and England footballer is given a mention in the office so is that Anderton no oh okay. See, as much as I as much as I love Darren, I think this is a I think this is a difficult question because it's slightly it's a slight trick question. Is it? The, the name sort of, sort of. yeah. Okay, the, the name comes up, but they're not necessarily talking about the footballer. Yeah, now I've got to try and think of every name that's mentioned. Is <laughs> <laughs> right. it P. Gibbons? Was it Nobby Burton that played for Spurs? <laughs> uh, not Ricky Howard, not... I'm trying to think of different names. It's very, it's very tough. I'll, I'll give you another clue. It's not a character. So there's not... There's, it's someone they're talking about. I only put this in because of the interaction you had with Darren, so you can blame him for this. Yeah, I will do as well. <laughs> Heading for one half. It is tough. <laughs> Heading for one half. Am I heading for one out of three here or one out of four? That's two out of four for this one. Okay, that right. That's not it makes me feel slightly less guilty about not I honestly I can't even most of them I've got a reference point, but on that one I haven't even got a reference point to think about it, which is a real... What, it... what series... Well, that's not going to help, is it? <laughs> God's sake. It, it's an unfair question. Um, it's also a nickname, rather yeah, than a footballer's name. I think, oh. per personally, I reckon it's a stitch-up. It's a nickname? Yeah. I'm trying to think... Not that many first players called like absolutely flabulous or <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Toad. It doesn't really work like that. Deli Ali. Uh, oh, you know Toad. what? The worst thing about it is when you say it, I am probably, I'm going to go, oh yeah. yeah. It would be easier if I didn't know it. Oh. Monkey, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit of hope there. 
Yeah, I was thinking Paul <laughs> Allen. Is his, is his real name? Mook Allen's real name, Paul? No. no, I don't know, I'm afraid. It's Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if you allow Gaza, then I think Anderton's fine then. This, this is my point. This is my point. It's not strictly the player, is it? Darren's I think Anderton is close to Darren Anderton and Gaza is close to Paul Gascoigne. Darren's, Darren's question, not me. I've written a book on that, on Paul <laughs> Gascoigne. That's excellent. That's really good. <laughs> that was going to be my next, my next clue. <laughs> That, that was almost like a real-life Mr. Spock moment then. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. All I'm saying is look at his nickname. <laughs> Can I answer this character in the Spurs player collection? No. Uh, yeah, I, 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 think, I, I think that question's just too, it's just too ambiguous. I think it's good, but it's... I don't know. I, maybe your question... It's not got the same proof. I was I was as annoyed because I didn't get it either. That's probably maybe why. Where where the? Uh... I feel like you've guilted me into scrapping that question. Good, excellent. Well, I think yeah. It's, it's... the problem is now is if you then replace it with one I don't get right, I've, I would have rather you just <laughs> carry on and cry foul about it. Yeah, at least you can cry back like you've been stitched <laughs> up. Yeah, would have got three. Would have got three, mate. <laughs> right. Okay. Judge uh... it at the end. Yeah. Uh, right, so th- th- this is the real quiz. This is the real quiz. Yeah. Question four, the new question four. Mm-hmm. What month is Neil's wedding due to be held? Well, uh, it's it's washout month. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidly, okay. it's September, October, and I which one? I feel in my head I think it's September, but that seems a stupid month to say it's probably be a washout. I hope not. I'm gonna stick with September. Ah, it's October. No, it's right. Oh it is. September. Might rain. Might rain. Hope not. That's good. (laughs) Hold it back. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that and that guy's a question. Nonsense. Fine. Three (laughs) out of four. I'm scratching it. Yeah. Never asking it again. Um, <laughs> he won't. Darren won't remember. He won't remember. <laughs> yeah, he won't remember. Question five. <laughs> uh, what is an example of something Finchie thinks he could beat Tim and Ricky at? Wow. So it's not kettle over. It's not the kettle over the pub stuff. Not technically. I don't know. If I've got an answer in my head, which might be completely nonsense, which is the only thing I can think of, which is arm wrestle. But <laughs> I reckon he probably could be in my arm wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> what was... I feel that's an answer I should know as well. Because that's a... That's even of a tiny one, that's still a plot line. No, I've said arm wrestle, I can't keep guessing. Um. It's throwing. Throwing. Give me a list of 50 things I can beat them at. Name 50. I don't know, throwing. Ah, oh. oh, he's got it. <laughs> yeah, I'll kick himself later. <laughs> Tell him later. <laughs> right, okay, what's this then? Question six. 
Um, what is Simon installing on Tim's computer? Oh, God. It's like some, not spiral, it's like, um, you know, it's it's the exact wording. Uh, it's like some firewall thing. Um, <laughs> Joe, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it. I think that's it. Surely, is it? Surely that's it. Yeah. Firewall. Firewall. Yeah. It's a firewall, isn't it? I'd, I'd, I'd have felt too bad not to give you that. Then you can't mention. Yeah, if I say the answer, you're gonna need to stop me. Otherwise, I will think for hours and talk myself <laughs> out of it. So. Very good. Hit cancel. <laughs> not hit yes or no Simon well, Simon's one of those characters where like I this I hope there's going to be five questions on, on Simon now but I don't really weirdly I don't really remember him that much I don't know why he's obviously I think because he's kind of he feels like he's out of I know because of things like Garth Marenghi's and stuff but he feels like he's out of a different sitcom but put in this one he feels like such an extreme character that he either should be in every episode like a Garrett or he's just out, out of place in this one. I don't know why. That's a great point. I'd, I'd have loved to have seen him in his own show. A bit like the IT crowd, but yeah, yeah wacky. More, yeah, more hearing about some little boastful... Um, I bet he's been off with atmospheric pressure. Yeah, actually, yeah, he's not a bad <laughs> one. I wonder how long it would take him to get the, for the, the kind of... that to sort of wear off in terms of the stories, though. I wonder if you could do a... A full on, like it would take. Yeah, some and also story I would, making. I'm always fearful of, like I what I remember being fearful of spin-offs. I mean, I know they did, like, you know, I know they did the film and stuff, but like I was always worried about just leave it there, just yeah. you know, difficult yeah. second series. You've done the two, you've nailed it, leave it there. Like no one wants Joey and Friends. Oh God, no one wants. <laughs> no one wants something about Gareth. Like we're in a new job. No thanks. Yeah, I completely agree. Very good point. Yeah. Let's go. Question seven. Mm-hmm. Freeway had the pretty girl broken down on in the song Free Love Freeway. Say again. What freeway what? had the pretty Oh Freeway nine This you can't let me just say all the numbers and then take my right answer. Freeway nine. Is it? Or is it something nine? Or is it just nine? It's the hood of a Cadillac, yeah? <laughs> uh, I have to... I can't remember... I can't remember if it's freeway dirty nine or if it's just freeway nine. I'm going to say nine. It's freeway Boom. nine. Boom. Yes. There you go. Genre. Broken down on the freeway nine. I was thinking it was like, broke down freeway 39. And I was like, whoa, what's happening there? <laughs> I've just sung on a podcast, so we'll shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> just going to clip that out. <laughs> um, was it question eight? What is Tim's new title at the start of series two? Uh, oh. title Regional sales manager. Regional sales. I'm going to say regional sales manager. Is it regional sales? Regional sales manager? He's senior sales rep. 
Oh, that's just wrong. There's no, there's no points for just guessing sales. That's a shame. Senior uh, sales rep. Yeah, it's it's tight. I just didn't know that one. That's poor. Better than team leader. Um, question nine then. What does David say was his biggest disappointment? Alton Towers. <laughs> Alton Towers. Alton Towers. It yeah. was rubbish. That, that's one of those questions where if you'd have asked me before, I rewatched it about six months ago and prob when I rewatch it, I'll watch like every, each episode probably a couple of times. So I'm like, right, let's really look. And I would have said space. I, I maybe have even been asked that before at some point and I'd have said space mountain. Oh, but now yeah, old towers every time. Yeah. Christmas special, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I see. Well, very good. So that's what, six out of nine so far? Mm -hmm. um, this is solid. Is solid right? performance. Yeah, That's very right, good. This is good. Yeah. As long as I haven't embarrassed myself. Remember, so questions are getting more niche. So there, if there was a kind of a handicap system, you'd probably be weighted higher. So there's a little bit of uh, consolation there. Great to know. <laughs> yeah. At least um, he's able-minded. Well, these these, <laughs> these questions are the real hardened fans. So you've at least got that. It's like the uh, it's like the Top Gear wet lap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a driving license, so it's even better. <laughs> uh, right, last one. What car manufacturer does Finchie compare a woman's body to? Uh, Ferrari chassis. Very good. Yeah. So that's seven. I, I said the old. That's the same as the single barrel dump. <laughs> pump action yogurt rifle isn't it, <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's yes. a solid solid seven, seven. there's been a, a lot of um a lot of fours fives and sixes so to be fair sevens seven's very good I'm, I'm not annoyed at the uh sales rep one i wouldn't have got that that was just a plump guess and what else did i get wrong the, the, uh, i am annoyed about the every breath you take massively annoyed about that <laughs> Only myself to blame, but I am annoyed about that. Still, very good score. Very Thank good you. score. I was, look, I was looking back at some of the earlier quizzes we did, actually, and I think I think I was a little bit lenient on some of our earlier guests. I think I, I did them a real easy quiz. This is what I like to hear. Yeah. Well, the first, the first one we ever did in the Superfans was Suze, wasn't it? And to be fair, she got some tough questions. And then I think... We backed off a little bit. Yeah. Later down the line, we found a nice sort of equilibrium. But yeah. If you, you do it halfway through, you don't really want someone getting one or two out of ten, do you? It leaves <laughs> a bit of an atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a big super fan series. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's so, got yeah, their own pockets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the bits that they like. Saying that, would you have preferred that to. I don't know. So, what kind of costume does David appear in when he's getting made redundant? Yeah, I don't like that stuff. They, yeah, they, they, the weird, like we said, the, the stuff that sticks in my head is like the one four one on the calculator, the two thousand two hundred thirty search results, search results for sex fetish. <laughs> it's stupid things like that that I remember. <laughs> or like room three six two, which is a bit more obvious. It's obviously a famous quote, but like things like that, they are what stupidly stick in my head. And then you ask me what song does he sing after that, which I definitely should know. 
and I don't. So, yeah, I'm happy. I, I think the questions were good. The results for sex fetish is great knowledge. That's, that's <laughs> interesting. I wonder how many it is now. We, had, that. Oh, other, we did that on one of the quizzes. It's up to like that was a that was about a year ago. I think even in a year, I, I bet that's mm. near on doubled. I've just got a new laptop, so I'm not ruining my search history again doing that. <laughs> but I think that's probably what knackered my old laptop is doing. Now, yeah. Looking at yeah. all kinds of random facts to do with midgets and all sorts of things. Well, we should point out that you, you had to buy one because your old one was taken away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Been quarantined. That was a joke. Well, I, I get that carrot in there. <laughs> practical, practical jokes for the good. We, uh, we had an episode with Ewan a couple of weeks ago and he, he yeah. runs several office quizzes and he said that he knows the real fans and he knows the ones that he thinks are the favourites to win any quiz are the ones that know the time on the talking clock when David rings that. 4.21. And how many seconds? 30, 30 exactly? 30 something. 40. Ah, very good. I'm taking that, yeah. To get 421 is still very good. Where's your cut? One half a point for 421. Where's your cut off? Where's your cut off? Yeah, yeah. Where's your cut off? yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Where's your cut off? If I'm bringing a talking clock, I'm not interested in the second. No one's ever told me the time in seconds. I don't need that kind of information. There you go. Too busy for the seconds, mate. Don't need it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I, I couldn't remember whether they told you the seconds, but they, they must do. We'll see. They do. I made a call at work the other day trying to get to a different hospital and it took me through to some kind of talking clock. Didn't even think they were still going. I was going to say, is it still, still a thing? Surely. Yeah, it, it went through to something. It was like, oh, okay then. Fair enough. If you're using a phone now, you've got access to the time, haven't you? <laughs> By default. Yeah. If you've got a mobile phone, you're, <laughs> you're in the office. <laughs> you've got access. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, who's funding that? someone still has to sit there and... there is a reason for it i can't this is one of the worst stories ever because i'm about to not end it but there is a reason for it i just cannot remember what that reason is so that's a classic anecdote <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that will be the bit that we will preview <laughs> I'll reckon. Get that out. <laughs> yeah, well, that out, yeah someone will know someone will email in or tell us They'll get an email in about three weeks when someone's listened to it that's found that knows the answer, and then I'll not remember that we even asked the question, and that knowledge will then stay with you, me forever. So I'll look you tell to, me by DM, and I will just go. I've got no idea what you're talking about, mate. Yeah. Like, we'll oh all... yeah, this week. Yeah, talking. Yeah. You mentioned the, the film earlier. What did you think of the film? That's. I haven't seen it. Weirdly, that's controversially. Yeah, so that's one of the, the kind of the next. Of the fans who had get a new rule book. <laughs> uh, yeah well, I, I sorry go on some Probably some mean. like it some like it because it's extra brent content some yeah. hate it because they feel it's a, a, a bit of a narcissistic money grabbing spin-off and some probably a bit like yourself are just really apathetic to it because it's not the true nature it's not the true office yeah i mean i haven't the truth is is that i haven't deeply analyzed why i haven't seen it but I've probably had plenty of opportunities to see it and clearly haven't seen it. And I absolutely adore The Office. So it is probably weird that I haven't seen it. But I think I just, I think I, I don't know, it's like one of those, it's like sometimes you have an amazing day 
you think, right, I'm just going to have a quiet evening because I don't want anything to ruin this amazing day. Like, this is perfect as it is. I don't need to do anything silly now. Just fine. It's a good day. And that's how I feel about The Office. I'm like, I know it's brilliant. I know they can't answer anything else. What, like, yes, Tim and Dawn got together. Great. Yes, there's enough. Yeah, like, yes, he's told Finch to fucking perfect. I don't need any more. Like, though, even just those two scenes, I, don't, I know I don't need any more after that. Like, one of them by themselves, if it had just been Tim and Dawn getting together, maybe, but the fact he tells Finch to fuck off is obviously the best thing. Better even than Tim and Dawn. So after that, I'm like, I don't need any more, really. That's a fair point. That's yeah. Probably, that's probably a good thing, because some people... Yeah, some people really hate it, which is strange. Yeah. It's only a film. But. I'm kind of taking a risk in that I might well watch it and really like it, but I'm prepared to forego that potential enjoyment for the risk of me not liking it. Yeah, just deathbed, stick it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. But I was shit. I literally ended with Arthur. Yeah, done. <laughs> Yes, just Daniel in the hospital. Doctor, <laughs> what is it, Daniel? That was the result, voice. Life, life on the road. <laughs> Stick it on. Resolve. Yeah, I, I, th I think it's. I think that's a good way to look at it. Don't, because it it does slightly erode the endings. So it's um. It's it's not as it's not as it's not as good. Obviously, everyone no. everyone agrees that it's it's. I think we've described it before as red button Brent, haven't we? It's a kind of right. a little hour and a half of extra content, and there are some good bits in it. There are some little bits that, to be fair, still get quoted. Not as many, but um, yeah, maybe maybe one day when not having as good a day, then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are other days, mate. You can't can yeah, <laughs> stick it on. <laughs> but I, the other thing is, I think. I think that's done that for me with Gervais as well because I liked the for, I liked extras I thought was decent, but it's it's not even just that that was perfect. It's that I know nothing else can match up to it. Like even the the only exception of that that I've seen that that's the best Gervais thing that in my opinion that I, you know for me personally it's the best Martin Freeman thing. It's the best in anything. The only thing that even comes close is is Mackenzie and the Detectorists. For me uh so it's almost like i mean lucy probably would know more about this but it almost feels like almost a curse in that you, you do something like that at, in 2001 to whatever 2003 and it's like yeah that's it that you've absolutely nailed it so hard i think to match up to that again i think that i think i, I kind of like to think that i see through you know you know when afterlife was coming out and it'll be the same when Afterlife Series 3 comes out is Ricky will be all over Twitter as usual saying it's the best thing he's ever done. It's the proudest he's ever been of anything. And I can't help but feel that's a little bit of bluster, obviously doing his sort of PR stuff and promotional whatever. But at the same time, deep down, he knows that nothing he's going to do is just going to be yeah. as good as the office. The, 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 the second best thing he's done, I think, are the XFM shows with, <laughs> uh, like the old XFM shows with with Steve and like that kind of rise of Carl as a character to a point that when it to me it became unfunny again. But in that XFM, like that it, that and the and you could tell they were related to each other. You could tell they were writing on those things kind of at the same time. 
and yeah they are the best and that must be you know i'm sure he doesn't give a shit let's face it like he's a multi-millionaire who is incredibly successful but that that would gnaw away at me a bit i think if i was like ah yeah actually that was it that was the high point there's a difference in his um i can't remember who we were talking to about that that kind of rise to the top the underdog mentality of at the start and it was or that I it was almost like they were doing it for themselves because they hadn't built the audience yet. And he, even on XFM, to a certain extent, it was it was Ricky to go in on a Saturday and have a laugh and take the piss out of Carl and often turn up drunk and and just sort of yeah. It, there wasn't there wasn't really that kind of. I don't think they necessarily knew who they were who they were writing for or, or broadcasting to necessarily. Yeah. Whereas as soon as I think. I think with his with his stand ups as well, he's he's understood where he sits, and it's almost like everything now is is for that audience, which is still yeah, good, but it's not it's not um, yeah, it's it's not the office and XFM. I think XFM is yeah. what what got me into Ricky Gervais. I I, I still I still yeah, listen so back to them now, and it's still hilarious. Like it's. It's a bit of a weird thing. I, like there seems to be a cult kind of listen to it while you're going to sleep. I don't know if anyone else does that, but yeah. it's it's like yeah, it's just have them cackling in your ear as you're off to sleep. It, like, they didn't take themselves. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know him, but it feels like he takes himself much more seriously now. It felt like they yeah. managed to create this incredibly polished product, which the office was, although it felt quite homemade. It was independent it was really polished and yet they didn't feel at any point like they were taking themselves seriously which is really really hard to do i think and do it well definitely uh, and the xfm shows the same i think like they were they were openly taking the piss out of like how lazy they were being and yet that was part <laughs> of the joke it was great yeah. i'd love to know what the what the figures were for that and what the listeners i mean obviously they did okay because they i mean they got fired initially but then they did come back but it's um it must have been fairly big at the time i was listening to an episode the other day and uh they were doing a quiz to give away some dvds and stuff and the question they couldn't bob's last question do you want these (laughs) yeah do you want these yeah got these ladder 49 (laughs) (laughs) even kings the children of the corn That was on. Yeah, that was like three weeks in a row. That was given away. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, it's good. Steve, should we, should we, how is your uh, how's your music knowledge, Daniel? We should try and I um and I phrased you as you as you get the songs of phrase. Have you seen our I phrased you game? No, no, no. Come on, you know, you're in for a treat. Um, I'll dig. I'll dig it out. Let's go. About to be exposed here. Basically, if if you're a fan of the XFM shows, you'll know um, songs of phrase. And we've essentially start, uh, I don't want to say stolen, but stolen basically um, the whole concept. And we've created a game where we've got song lyrics that form a quote from the show. Okay. And then it's the same kind of premise of a point for the artist, point for the song and a point for the phrase. I'm going to be terrible at this, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Ah, oh, this this will this will play perfectly into the quiz as well. There's there's a little clue. Oh no! Because it's uh, had a little. A this little will be fun when I actually time. play this fifty times over and over and over again. Should be good. Play a record. 
What's the one where Carl does it? And uh, I, I, it must have been like a Philip Bailey, one of the Chinese ones. There's his hairy Chinese kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> there he is, it's a good one. That's the most. Yeah, there's his hairy, hairy Chinese kid. <laughs> the most convoluted racist piece of material <laughs> ever played on radio. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> uh, I think Steve is just underrated in that. In those, his one line yeah. is. He's, he's gold, absolute gold in XFM. He plays on that. Uh, he also plays on that. Like, I know he went on to do that Hello Ladies, which I didn't think was very good, but uh, he plays on that anti-ladies man thing as well in the yeah. XFM shows really, really well. That's obviously uh, the story of Rio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A pasty white man with his cock out. <laughs> See that that story, and like like you said, where a lot of people don't know, they they listen to the podcasts. Obviously, the the kind of Ricky Gervais show, um, the Audible series, yeah, and hasn't uh, obviously when I first listened to that, obviously it was all kind of rehashes of what uh, they they sort of set the situations back up. So there's so many people that I've pushed back even further to say, look, go and listen to when it was. Yeah, like original off the cuff because it's oh, it's ten times better. Well, all three action. of those, all three of those original Gervais stand-up shows are littered with like, uh, or just littered with basically whole routines of those. It's basically Carl's those. material. <laughs> yeah, it's Carl's and Steve's material of like, yeah. like the you know the the morality tales and stuff. That is just like yeah. Carl fudging those, and they are good though. He's he's obviously good at delivering it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, so here, here's, uh, here's one for everyone that's listening and obviously for, for yourself as well. So we've put together, like in XFM, if you haven't heard it before, essentially one of the well-known phrases from uh, The Office has been built by using six or seven different tracks. Seven. There's a lot in it. We'll, we'll help you out from, uh, from uh, fairly well-known songs. So all we're looking for probably is artist or song title from anything that you hear. And of course the phrase as well. And it sounds a little bit like this. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. It is a busy one, this one. Any I, ideas at all? I like the way you lure me in with the longest I Will Always Love You bit, and then there's like five songs in one last <laughs> second. You're like, all right, fine, <laughs> I, will, I well, didn't even hear it. Yes, let's, please. Let's play yeah. again, let's play again. That is, I, <laughs> I, I don't think my brain is built to think quick enough for those last four songs. I think I'm literally listening to one of them while the other one's happening. I think you've broken it's, me. It's, it's tough. To once, it's obviously a lot easier once you've got it in front of you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It sounds like I will save, but then... I can't think of the office phrase out of that. Well, the first, the first two are fairly, fairly straightforward. Hopefully, can we have it one more time, please, Carl? Of, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 
Well, I I hope the listeners get it quicker than I do. It I sounds was, like there's a sounds like there's a kind of Californication thing in the middle, or red hot chili peppers in the middle. Maybe not. Uh, it's it's close. Uh, I can see where that would where that would come from. Slap bass in the middle. If we give you the phrase, we'll play it another time and see if it see if it helps. But it's so to take you back to the quiz question with the Mr. Yeah. Spock moment. It's uh, all I'll say. All I will say is the is what is, I, is what I said at the time. Oh, okay. So now, hopefully, that helps a little bit, and then we'll give you the songs after. I'm an absolute shambles here. <laughs> it's really difficult. There's, there's literally it no. Sounds like there's a sort of no saving pressure. all my love for you in the middle, which could be the same, but probably isn't. As I say, what's that? What a oh. Is it? Is it? Is the what I? I mean, I'm literally just guessing song titles if they have a song that they have what I. Is that? Is that dollar? Is that what I need? Is that that? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, black. Yeah, fine. That made me sound like a granddad because I couldn't remember. Al- <laughs> couldn't remember. Hello, black. It was good. And dad. <laughs> yeah, was it that dollar song? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't you know? <sighs> See. Oh. No. We've, got, we've had him singing a lot. This is brilliant. Yeah. A lot of singing on the podcast. A lot of that. editing to do there. <laughs> I don't know, which is annoying. No, I am worse on music than I am on The Office. I'm perfectly prepared to admit that. Let's, uh, obviously, at the start, you've got the good old Lionel Richie with All Night Long. Fine. And then, as you said, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. No prizes for getting that. Yeah, that one's slightly easier. Aloe Black, you've got I Need a Dollar. Yeah. Florence and the Machine is in there as well. Oh. It's with Say. It's uh, it's when she goes, Say my name. That's me That's singing. That's tough. That is tough. It's just, yeah, one word is, is difficult to get. Oasis are in there with uh, Don't Look Back in Anger. Really? That's and a shame as well. A little bit of Jerry and the Pacemakers as well. You'll Never Walk Alone. Mm. I mean, songs there, to be fair, you, they, it was a tough phrase, but I should have got the songs. And uh, the last one, we're missing one, aren't we? Oh, the script, isn't it? Of course, for the first time. Mm. Which, uh, yeah, to be fair, it's it's a difficult one. We had um, we had Toby Tarrant on uh, yeah. last week, wasn't it? And he obviously Radio X DJ managed to get quite a few, didn't he? Did well. But what did is, he get on his office? It is tough. Uh, I can't remember how we did on the quiz. Oh, we we did a slightly different quiz with him, didn't we? The uh... yeah, we modified it. We did a um... favoritism. <laughs> <laughs> well, with with who his dad is, I think we probably did that thing that just about everyone who's ever met him has done, and made it about who wants to be a millionaire. Good. So we played the game. Who wants to win <laughs> roughly forty-two thousand pounds? Good. Single. <laughs> Cost of the single, if you're asking. So yeah, nice, nice. I think that's good though because I like the fact that you thought about it ahead of time and thought, no, everyone will do that. Actually, everyone will do that. We're going to do that as well. 
<laughs> we're going to do it, but we're going to do it better. That was sort yeah. of the idea. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I mean, a lot of a lot of our, our rounds on our quizzes and a lot of the stuff that we do, it, we kind of retrospectively engineer it anyway, don't we? We think of a, a pun first, and then we think that's a good pun, right? Let's make something. Let's make something work. But it's true to it's true to XFM. That's exactly how it works. Yeah, I was going to say that is very XFM. Yeah. Even so if it's good, work, we've still got the pun. So <laughs> yeah, that. Seems there are a lot of features that we're still trying to get going, get off the ground, just because the pun <laughs> title is so good. <laughs> Under the covers, song for the lovers. <laughs> Cheapest chimps. Certainly got a lot more respect for Carl after being in charge of the quizzes, and even more so now that we do our, our weekly quiz on a on a Sunday night. And um, we've got various um, various rounds in that. One of them being I like blanks which is uh, <laughs> essentially blankety blank. Um, but yeah, think, think of a pun. It ends in a round. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy, isn't but it? That's exactly, why, that's exactly where our phrase you come from as well. Someone mentioned yep. one about phrases. Like, oh, our phrase you. All right, we have, to, we have to think of something to, <laughs> something to go into that. What did, yeah. they, what did they call that? Songs of phrase? Songs of phrase. Songs of phrase. Yeah. Which was brilliant. It came in. It was called Crosswords initially, wasn't it? Which Carl, the name Carl gave to it. And then really? Somebody emailed in with songs of phrase, oh, which right. is genius. Probably, uh, probably Richard Anderson. Dickers. <laughs> Dickers. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I've heard from Dickers Anderson in a while. I think there's, well, like, there's one. There's one episode where he, get, he literally just. I don't know Ricky's piss or what, but he just gives it like, he goes off for a minute like, diggly, diggers, diggers. <laughs> just like. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got so many fond memories of that guy. I'd <laughs> love to meet him. I actually think there's a good, having done this now for, for a while, I think there's definitely an Office XFM um, parallel almost in terms of the, the humour, uh, the the level of respect that's that's in there and the vibe i think there's definitely yeah. there's scope for us to do a, an xfm night i think on one of our um on sunday nights uh quiz nights change to an xfm night that would be good yeah definitely you find that yeah you're right that there's a lot of the there is a lot of crossover in the fans of the the two different mediums i think i don't know I think if that's it, following yeah, a job it or what. feels like uh well, because the office obviously was only 14 episodes it feels like I know it gives people a deep dive without having to kind of yeah you, I know you can buy the script books and you can have those or whatever but it gives people that like it is it look it is just the breeding ground of where the office came you can see that I know they were doing it at the time but it's so good it's like it's literally like watching them in a room writing isn't it together yeah 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 so 100% recently found there's yeah. a, a podcast isn't there the uh, D Trout Spinners there's a Trout oh, Spinners there? Yeah, we need to give them a shout out. I don't know how um, how long they've been going, but, uh, but yeah, they're on they're on Twitter. Let me um, let me dig those out. I'll give them. There's a, a guy who called Dan Stapleton on Twitter who might well listen to this because I know he likes the office and obviously Gervais, who does Rockbusters does has the Rockbusters account that he does every now and then, but Sockbusters, so it's footballers <laughs> with ah, songs, great which idea. is good. Yeah, Very good. that's and, an incredible idea. Yeah, they are good. And that, that's on Twitter, is it? Yeah, I think I think the account might be called Sockbusters. Uh, 
but yeah i mean it's only very infrequently because i guess he has a life as well (laughs) but they are excellent um because he gets the balance right between them actually being good and them being impossible because they're so shit uh, yeah literally literally is at sockbusters i think love that i've got there the, the the trout spinners podcast is at trout underscore de so out trout underscore duh and then sockbusters i can see is last tweet 11th of march i think which is a shame but shame shame but yeah they've yeah, got you're actually right sockbusters it's yeah. all about quality isn't it rather than quantity which is yeah why we've been releasing a podcast a week he <laughs> <laughs> releases podcast. Well, it turns out you've got lots of super fans who are think, wanting to come on. So I think I think we'll be going a while. We've got we've got more than enough people. We we seem to unearth a new super fan, so almost on a daily basis. Someone now that we've got a certain amount of followers. It's not not a big following by any means, but it's enough to have these people almost scouting all over the place for us so whenever there's a little brentism that's been in a magazine or someone said something on tv and it's clearly a a thing i mean one of the the big things was joe wicks with his whole um fitness things in the morning and the amount of uh the amount of little brent quotes and things like that that he's thrown into there and uh we got alerted to them and we've made a, a kind of a joe wicks compilation (laughs) excellent that's so good it's it's little things like that that you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, I bet Joe Ricks likes The Office. But then when you get, you know, 10 emails of people saying, oh, Joe Ricks said to <laughs> The Office again. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll look into it. Everyone's on it. Everyone's on it. It's so good. And the fact that it is ridiculously like 19, 20 years ago now, 18, 19 years ago, means that I think because I watched it when I was uh, first watched when I was 15, 16, I kind of think everyone that still likes it is young, but it's like, obviously they're the same age, around the same age as me now, because I was that age at the point. So you kind of think, well, of course Joe Wicks likes it. He's a 30 year old, odd year old bloke who seems pretty amenable and therefore probably watch The Office and loves it. So yeah, good for him. There, uh, must, yeah. Be, there must be a whole sort of, um, I guess, generation of uh, above us other kind of probably who were in their mid thirties, forties, potentially at the time working in the offices and, you know, maybe uh, on social media and things like that potentially, or as, uh, as, um, as accessible to podcasts, potentially I'm fine. I mean, this is very stereotypical, (laughs) but um, yeah, maybe we're going to have to start changing the mediums. Have you got an odd one though? Because I, in my head, I'm about, we're about, the right age and yet as you say it wasn't aimed at really it wasn't comedy that was aimed at 15 16 17 18 year olds or whatever it was obviously aimed probably slightly older than that and yet, yeah i remember people... my mum liking it um, oh okay it was my mum that watched it i think that and i think she had the dv uh, the, the vhs of it in the house i think that's where i i um i started watching it from oh fair enough I did. Yeah, I, I, it was only uh, uh, Martin, like me and my brothers, rather than older. So I, I guess in my head, I kind of think, "Oh, that's it." But there must, as you say, there, there must be a not slightly older generation who also love it. But it does seem to be a kind of mid-thirties thing now, or late twenties to late thirties thing, which is weird, I guess. Yeah, we we definitely get that. There's a lot, especially like say the 
the kind of the social media threads are the big clue obviously for that one but they're yeah <laughs> i mean uh, uh, yeah i wonder if there are just sort of loads of 50 60 year olds out there just riffing on the office and uh, <laughs> god <laughs> i hope there is I really, I, I really hope there is 100 percent. just one time thinking you know with your with your job you're obviously you're in and around football a lot do you do you sort of do you see the same kind of faces on a regular basis, sort of other journalists and football writers, etc.? Yeah, and yeah, I do. Um, are there any that you know that actually like the office as well? If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, but probably more, I suppose, from maybe from talking to them on Twitter because that's where you kind of see the 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 time you see an office quote. The classic time seeing an office quote is, I think, you do it with like really close friends and family in person and then everyone else it's it's the reply to something on twitter isn't it it's a it's a reply it's never like i probably wouldn't tweet out a an office quote but you will do it as a joke to someone who you kind of know through work on twitter definitely yeah that's its gold but yeah there's people like vish who writes the independent that i know love it there's there's nick miller who, who i know loves it you know i know jack brooke i think loves it but then i i kind of don't it's to me it's not something and i'm biased but it's not something you could ever watch and go i didn't like that i can see some people might not be like i don't it's not going to change my personality i'm not i'm not a weirdo like <laughs> present company accepted but uh, I, I don't think how anyone could really watch it and go yeah that is not good because it is objectively good it really is so <laughs> it's so true yeah. When the, one of the first things that Jamie Carragher said to us is whenever I speak to someone and they say they don't like The Office, immediately I think, what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's like saying, like, you know, you, can, you don't have to be a Beatles obsessive. You don't have to love The Beatles. If you listen to The Beatles and go, this is awful, they, they've, they've got no talent, you're like, well, they obviously have. What's wrong with you? Like, of course yeah. they have. It doesn't have to be your favourite, but you can still appreciate it. Same, so, same as me. If, if, it's the same as if someone says they don't like the office, it's like saying they don't like pizza. If someone yeah. says like pizza, you know that person's a Roman. Or Lionel <laughs> Messi, or yeah. someone like that. You know, yeah. Like watching well, Messi's not my favourite footballer. That's absolutely fine, no problem. But you can't watch it and not enjoy. If you don't, I don't know. It gets. It, that, it does get me a bit angry if people say they don't. Like this it. is an interesting segue into into your your career as well. Then from the Gaza book because we have a, a friend of the show and, and friend of ours personally. Um, Mike, we're going to stitch you up, give you a shout out. We know you're listening. Um, but he's adamant that Gaza, overrated, not that good, never did anything. But did... objectively, surely, he, surely he's wrong. Yeah, he, I, it's, Mike, you are wrong. That's and the that's, problem there. And that's, that's him saying it. it so. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to send him this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like shout-outs are going to be nice things, doesn't it? Not yeah, we've stitched, we've stitched a few up tonight. Yeah, it, that, It's affectionate. To be fair, we've given two or three good ones. We have, yeah, we have. He's due a bad one. Yeah, it's just, um, I, I, I totally agree. The kind of, it, it's a good debate. Maybe, you know, was Gaza as effective at the, at the highest level, potentially? Did he, did he win anything, blah, 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 all those kind of things. But to say he was no good, I mean... It's just, or, it's just wrong. And, yeah. And or to say, I didn't enjoy seeing him play. It's like, okay, fine. If you're a massive Arsenal fan, I get it, whatever. 
or a Sunderland fan who is at Newcastle, fine. But you, to watch him as a semi-neutral and not enjoy it is to surely miss the point of the whole exercise in the first place. But I'm a, I'm a Spurs fan, so I'm obviously going to be biased. Um, yeah, it, it's a joy to watch. Incredible player. I think Mike, to his credit, just loves winding us up, doesn't he? So he knows the buttons to press. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's just a little bit of that. I remember watching Gaza play at Cheltenham when he played for Boston. I remember Ooh. coming off the bench. <laughs> and that was that was an interesting day. Dark yeah. days. Yeah. Fair to say he's passed his best by that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by that point, I was in agreement with Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cans of uh, cans of beer and a fishing rod with him. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a sad end, but I oh mean, yeah, you just I mean, I'm game, not gonna you? obviously not gonna make this a Gaza podcast, but yeah, it's a it's a very tragic, horrible story in which enjoying him as a player is kind of a tragic part of that because yeah, we didn't get to see it for long enough and. Yeah, English society treat them incredibly badly, etc., etc., etc. But yeah, you were thinking about earlier the question about footballers that you would sort of enter in as characters of the office. He was my choice for the the Tim character, the kind of the prankster that didn't take things too seriously, um, just liked having a laugh whilst getting the job done. I like that. Yeah, I like that. In that, it is impossible not to root for for Gaza and Tim yeah I like that a lot I'm not sure I don't think this is a really in the nicest possible way because of everything that Gaza was and Paul Paul Gascoigne and Gaza was it was inevitable that he was not going to have a a wholly happy ending in terms of football and Tim gets that I suppose gets that Hollywood ending which football is real life so therefore you don't get but yeah I like that yeah you just want to you don't know whether you want to like punch him in the arm tazzle him on the head or give him a hug or buy him a pint or whatever yeah just think bad choice of words with Gaspar that that Germany uh, sliding at the back post that could have been the Tim and Dawn moment for Gaza (laughs) (laughs) I I want one of your listeners to play only you over, the, over that as the cross comes in there was a bbc video where they remade it and had him scoring that goal so if you could remake that if you could put only you over that i would love it right that's a challenge yeah i think we can get that done tonight oh, oh that there'd be tears there will be tears i think ah oh, yeah it's just it's always it's still too raw still too raw terrible I think I can imagine if you swapped, you know, in the um, when Brent comes in for the Christmas party and he does the pink um, come in up. Yes. You can imagine that being Gaza, just coming in. A bit <laughs> <Yeah>. of that. <laughs> oh, oh that's that whole Christmas, the, the Christmas party bit for me is really weird because by that point, you're, all, all you are focused on is, even even though I know what happens, all you're focused on is Tim and Dawn. So it kind of gets a little bit overlooked. So there's some really good moments in that. Like some little, as you said, those moments where you have to rewatch it, some little side moments. And yeah, all you're thinking about is Tim and Dawn. So you're like, ah. But yeah, that I'm coming up is great. <laughs> Just back to his eye. He's like, right, I've got one night only to prove that I'm still the man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know 
presumably being a, a massive office fan, you've seen all of the outtakes and the bloopers. Especially yeah, I think those those episodes are incredible. Yeah, yeah Bishop was a wayward. Bastard Bishop. <laughs> but they, they, they. It's weird to see because because you've got kind of so you've bought in so much to the characters. It almost catches you off guard to see them laughing. You're like. Oh yeah, they're actors, aren't they? You're so involved in those characters that it does seem weird to then be kind of snapped out of that with the outtake. It's which it's is hard, especially seeing stupid, Mark yeah. Is yeah. He, he is the uh, the experienced of the cast, isn't he? At the time, <laughs> and it, it's it's almost like he he tries to fight it back and keep that professionalism, but he breaks in. It's, Wears him down. It'll, it'll never not make me laugh. Yeah, I love You're it. Very good. Uh, Daniel, we're very conscious that we've taken up more than an, uh, an hour of your, of your night, all of your evening. So apologies. Yeah, it's very kind of you to think I have better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> have you got um, Have you got much kind of normality resuming now in terms of uh, in terms of workload and been able to get yeah, back up? Yeah, ish. Yeah, ish. I mean, my without going into too much detail, my girlfriend is shielding still, so we. I'm not going to games. I'm doing oh. them either from TV or, you know, writing around them rather than doing match stuff. So, sure. uh, and I suspect that will probably be the case for a while. Um, don't really have a decision to make until September, I don't think. But yeah, I kind of get by like everyone else is saying, you know, it's the mm. fact is if you're stuck inside, you're not really spending as much money. So that's good. That's but, very good. Very true. Yeah, the, yep. the whole, without going into too much detail, the whole, potential death of the industry through lack of ad revenue is quite scary but that's probably a subject for a different podcast to be fair <laughs> oh, we're happy to uh to traverse the lines occasionally it's always good to have a <laughs> a new angle on what everyone's up to it's good um, yeah but no it's good to have football back that's for sure because yeah it is the only thing i probably the only thing in terms of entertainment industry that i like more than the office is is football pretty much there seems to be a big crossover football in the office again. We've said XFM, but we have a lot of football fans clearly that are that are office fans as well. It's a, it's quite a almost like a group of lads sort of staple for football in the office, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and yeah, and obviously the other absolute obvious ones. But um, it is good to sit back as a United fan. I'm, I was hoping that they just binned it. Just so Liverpool didn't get to to win, but yeah. but now it's back. I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah, it turns out it's you're nice. quite good again. So it's turns fun. out, yeah, we we can play all <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> Speaking of football, did you see? You might have tweeted. I might have missed it. Did you see that red the banner at Reading the other day? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The guilt that is that makes me jealous of Reading fans. That's how much I like the office because I'm like, how cool it would have gone guilty. I support or. Support Nottingham Forest, I'd be like, yes, we own David Brent now. He's ours. <laughs> he must be. Uh, of course, yeah. Vinci Sports leads. Of course, Vinci Sports leads. There's pl- there's plenty of characters being spotted at, at grounds, aren't there? With the um, the cardboard cutouts and things they're putting in there. Yeah. In the seats. So we're seeing a lot. Yeah, of there's a Keenan. There's a Gareth Keenan at Forest yesterday. I saw in the yeah. Uh, you've Forest got tweeted it as well. You got yeah. Keenan, Brent, and uh, Gareth there. That's lovely stuff. Getting the band back together, great stuff. <laughs> the old team, on the scrappy. <laughs> well, we'll definitely. What are your um, favourite quotes? Can I ask that? Of course, of course. 
I don't know if I've got a favourite now. It's really, yeah, it's really difficult. That's the one, the one that's, um, the one that has probably been the most entertaining over the last few weeks. I think is either don't keep saying it. That's been that's been interesting. Or um, I do like it all, don't you know? Because that's that. It's basically whatever you can rehash as many times as possible. Yeah, in, the, yeah. in the WhatsApp groups for us. I think I'm trying oh. to think from. From the quiz nights as well. Yeah, I mean, the one, one of the ones that, you know, obviously lads, 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 um, you know, you'll be in a conversation and someone will mention about there's an attractive woman and then you can just drop in the, uh, yeah, for me to be attracted to a woman, she's <laughs> or slightly less intelligent than I am. <laughs> the reason I ask is like, it's my favourite quotes or my favourite bits are just, normal words but said in in office whoever yeah. which kind of character it is like Definitely. in any other i'm sure in any other show it there would be like the big lines are the ones that stand out but they aren't in the office are they they aren't like no. you know they aren't the uh or oh, when people say she's just a big pair of tip well, like that would be a big punchline in another show but in this it's just like it's the shores and the yes and the yeah, yeah definitely it's it exactly that uh, I I do it all the time. I I'll do that. So, and yeah. I'm almost waiting for for the recognition and and the almost applause because look look what I've just done. But yeah. no one gets it. I just look an idiot. <laughs> or the uh, um, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Huh? That little just it's brilliant. It's just the that, normal thing. I, I, I the the one I use the most is probably were we talking about. XXX earlier. <laughs> it's just every, you can just everything. <laughs> I want a glass of orange squash. Were we talking about orange squash earlier? Squash. <laughs> anyone, anyone that brings anything in or has anything on them, he went home to get it. Or he went <laughs> yeah. back to wherever they've gone to to get it is always a good one. Yeah. Bones, just the word bones can be used. Bones. If, if anyone else picks up on that, then that's always, that's always genius as well. Willy nilly, definitely. Willy nilly is. One that has yeah. got me recently is when people will point something out. Somebody say, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> Just for no reason. Whenever there's a photo on, on, especially Twitter or again in the WhatsApp group, it's, oh, I like your little, and then find something that definitely shouldn't be in that photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's. There's a lot of consistency to it as well, where the niche, the more niche you go, the the better it is. But it feels like finding you, you if you can if you go niche, and then someone gets it, you're like, well, we're instantly on the same level now yeah. because you don't yeah. just you didn't just laugh at the, like you said earlier, you didn't just laugh at the David Brent dance. You said something, we caught eyes because of it, and now we're obviously friends for life because that's how deep you <laughs> yeah. are in the office. We, we well, never. It's it's like that test when you're at a wedding or something, and you put on a table with someone you don't know, and it's who do you support or yeah you know, something might come up and you might put a little quote just to just to amuse yourself, and then someone else will reply and you think, oh my god, this is amazing. The <laughs> yeah. It's like he supports Arsenal, but you know what? He's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it so, is. He, he said he said admits it. So. <laughs> Yeah, admits it is we know great. It's all right, fine. That's it. 
it's just yeah, the normal 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 phrases that have been hijacked by this absolute wildy of a show. Yeah. Is it is it is another great one. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> Pathetic. Is it? Is it? <laughs> didn't it's I like the the didn't knew that when yeah. with after the post-it <laughs> note thing is good as well. Am I? that is great and uh and he like pretends to do the pretends to do the figures afterwards he's like, oh, i might do this later because <laughs> i'm getting a bit as well it always gets me so yeah i think that there, there must be some way of of um of, of, there must be a test that can be done somehow to find out how these have crept into sort of common parlance and and just how official it is because there's clearly a big, a big calling for it, and we're all doing it. So, there's um, yeah, we need to, almost like the office dictionary. Maybe that's that's the one. Twenty years next year, so maybe get it out for. There we go. Let's get 20, it. Twenty twenty-one. We have spoke. We have spoken to a couple of the cast members, and, and Lucy Davis was really, uh, um, really on board, and, and Ewan as well was was keen, wasn't he, to do something for for the twenty year. So. Um, whether the BBC would be involved, not sure. We have tried, but well. The regime don't like it. Being, <laughs> being a freelancer, have you ever gone into a, a business meeting and asked asked about what kind of bunts are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I like I say, I was that job I did straight after uni. Uh, there was someone there, and who was I suppose kind of a line manager of mine, but um, and she was. She was brilliant in terms of the, the well, it's not even really, but it's the, just the management speak kind of side of it, the bullshit, the assimilating, re-assimilating, yeah. that stuff. <laughs> uh, and it was impossible. To, you know, it, it's, it's funny because it is incredible. Like, it is real life. Like, I'm kind of highly fortunate that I don't do that job anymore because I didn't really like, well, I enjoyed it, but I enjoy what I do now much more. But... I do kind of miss that that office app. The, the the fact that someone can straight face can say things like, uh, you know, we need to reinvent the pudding and that sort of thing. And you can just be <laughs> like, like that that can make your day because it's objectively funny. I do miss that kind of bullshit. Yeah, definitely. Not looking at the whole pie. <laughs> all those all those ones are just great. I like the idea of an office dictionary. I think we could get that get that done. Just some little... everything every every word in in this whole series is said or delivered in a certain way isn't it yeah exactly that yeah it's definitely um it's definitely doable I've talk, oh. talking of that kind of office type bullshit a friend of ours turner he's just started a new job and um in one of our whatsapp groups today he said that he's uh he came up with two his, his manager's got two new brent quotes um, if you want something done, always ask someone that's busy. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, but fine. Yeah. Next. And uh, another one, I call my diary my mobile brain. <laughs> that is excellent. <laughs> that, is, that is good. Uh, that's like him talking through like, the, sales rep, the sales reps of the mouth. <laughs> the diary is probably the mobile brain. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Uh, as, are you reading these? I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of that sort of stuff, though. Uh, but that's why it's so brilliant, because it 
it's so real yet it's still parody but it's there are people out there that do this what do you think came first though because there was there's always been that management bullshit stuff but oh yeah almost feel like i suppose it's difficult to say i wasn't in that kind of environment when i was you know when the office was out but i can't help but think that that kind of management bullshit has kind of been ramped up since the show and it's all some people almost take it as a um, I don't know, a sort of badge of honour to be as yeah. much like Brent as they can. Yeah, I think that's true, and I think it it's almost it's almost now that the it's almost flipped the other way round in that the management speak is known as being like David Brent. That's how much it's come to define yeah. it. It's like you're not talking management bullshit; you're, you're doing David Brentisms, whatever. It yeah. is it is come full circle, I think, because we always I, that stuff always seemed quite American. That kind of that's those sort of bullshit like blue sky thinking all that sort of stuff which is kind of related to him his style but that kind of faux philosophy has felt quite american and yet he makes it pathetically english <laughs> when he does it which is great are you reading this <laughs> excellent well look as i say we've taken up far too much of your time i'm sure and we really do appreciate um coming on it's uh it's always great to get we are we're always worried that we might run out of content obviously the show you say it's only 14 episodes but everybody that comes on has always got something new a new angle uh a different spin a different favorite part of the show and it's it's always great to to collect those um i reckon you're gonna have to give your little brother the questions see if he can beat you or not yeah i think i i hope and think he might struggle which is good it's a very good thing <laughs> Him. Yeah, I'm happy. That was obviously the bit I was nervous about, and <laughs> I am quite happy with that. Okay, if I it, it would have gone south very quickly if I'd have got two out of ten, and then we'd have had to carry on and do more. <laughs> it would have been in the back of the mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been. It would have rained. We <laughs> we sort of forget how maybe important it is to people the uh, the questions. Yeah, yeah it's, I'm a, I feel like I've got. I don't know. I mean, that is it probably says more about not me than the questions or you <laughs> guys but yeah I, I kind of have watched it, it dominated so much of my thought that if it was then made pertinently clear to me via a series of questions that I didn't really know it at all I think it would have slightly broken me <laughs> so <laughs> I am glad it hasn't no I think it passed I think you're absolutely fine you can always you can always tell from talking to people whether they're they're intrinsically into it it's, it's, there's there's definitely a level and yeah we're, we're there, we're there, big time. Yeah, that's, big good. time. that's awesome, Daniel. Did you want to give um, your uh, your podcasts? Obviously, you've got uh, the work you're doing on the um, the football ones, and uh, I yeah. can't, I've literally just forgotten what it's called, which is really terrible. No, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Do the totally one every Sunday, and that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, people are here for the office, not for football. If yeah, I write for the eye and do the totally football way. podcast. So listen to those, read those, please. <laughs> yeah, but thank seriously. Thank you for having me on. It's, it is lovely to talk about the office. It's a pleasure. More than welcome. It's uh, you know safe space to come and <laughs> come and relive and uh, and join the join the crew. We do have a, a kind of Sunday night. We've been doing it through lockdown. I think it will will continue because there's a lot of love in there. Um, it generally just descends into office isms for a couple Good. of hours on a Sunday. 
so uh, that's open for them. So yeah, more than welcome to come in there. Uh, Problem with doing an office podcast is it makes makes me want to rewatch the office over and over again. Definitely. <laughs> then our, our work is done. <laughs> there goes Sam and Steve. Must re- must remember to thank them. <laughs> <laughs> the man who put a smile on the face of everyone who they met. <laughs> ah, it's back. It's backfired, isn't it? Can we put us? <laughs> Uh, it's brilliant. It's just too easy. It's descended. I'm going to have to stick it straight on now. I think it's just good. It needs to happen. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Appreciate your time. It's uh, um, it's an absolute pleasure. We'll um we'll give you a shout uh obviously before it goes out as well, just to uh, yeah. to let you know. Um, but it should be early next week, middle of next week. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I'll give it a tweet and stuff. Of course. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much. Cool guys. Cheers. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. Yeah, okay. see you, mate. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Wow, another great insight from uh, Daniel's story there. Really, uh, really enjoyable. Um, I just want to take this opportunity to apologise to Mike and also Darren. Darren, I stand by it. The question is a trick question, although has relevance. I'm not sure it's strictly fair. Steve did go back on it though, so that means he's weak. So, you know, sort of should stand by it really if you're going to use it in the quiz and mike i'm going to buy you that book so daniel uh maybe a little signed copy for mike so we can learn just how great gaza was i think that's probably the perfect christmas present and not just for mike for anyone you know go and buy it go and find daniel on twitter at daniel story 85 um say hello tell him how much you loved it and uh we'll be back hopefully both of us the cricket season providing um very soon thanks guys See you soon. Bye-bye.